I know, badly I know. tilted. Hold on. We look like Hopefully this video this comes is, on. Hold on, hold on. No. We have to start over. Do you like accents? Son of a bitch, hold <laughs> on. <laughs> no. This week, my case is called Man Eater. What is your case called? Nasty Venezuela. Okay. Um, sure. Uh, Short and nasty. You know, immediately, the first thing we want to tell you all is that <laughs> Susanna showed up here in my outfit. So right now we look like twins, yeah. but like prisoners. On, on, on uh, plan. Unplanned, yeah, yeah, totally unplanned. So Susanna bought me this shirt dress. It has a little pocket and it? it had a collar. Yes. Oh. And she showed up in like the other version of the same dress, but has no pocket and no collar. And so now we look like inmates. Yeah. <laughs> we put the new the music, you know, the music to Law and Order. Da -da. <laughs> <laughs> we have to be a little bit easier on everybody this week because we're all surviving a collective trauma. <laughs> on Friday... Rogers was done. <laughs> okay, so for the people who don't know, in Canada, there are two major companies, yes. Bell and Rogers, and they have a complete monopoly. And I know monopoly is like one, but it's these two, and they're the only two. That's so, a Canadian way to create a monopoly without ha without having a monopoly. Yes. An yeah. official it's monopoly. It's like the nice monopoly, yes, right? So this, there are this, two. This, 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 <laughs> and this. then all of these little junior companies. Because it was too obvious. It was yes. too obvious all of these little junior companies also take their internet from these big providers yeah. but they offer you alternative bundles so that is have a little bit of competition now what we want to say is the competition is not real when we talk in here with a margin of sense mm -hmm. like one people would say 84 these people will be 83 okay yeah. Yeah. so you're not really saving much or not even 83 they might just straight up be like 83.50 so you're saving 50 cents but i guess in the long run you're saving a little bit so some companies like Fido mm -hmm. are under Rogers. Uh -huh. And then I don't know who else is under Rogers. And then you've got Bell, who has more or less the rest. At 3 30 in the morning on Friday morning, I got up because my dog is a terrorist. <laughs> and I go to pee and let her up on the couch because that's what she wanted. And I started watching Shadow Hunters on Netflix, which is a teen fantasy drama with werewolves and vampires and a bunch of bullshit. Mm. Now, this but I like that. No, this isn't good. This is not good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there watching Shadow Hunters, and all of a sudden it cuts off. So I'm like, okay, maybe Netflix is down because Netflix was down the other day because Stranger Things came out and yes. everybody busts up the internet. <laughs> I tried to watch Shadow Hunters on my phone because I'm committed to this episode where the guy is realizing he's gay and he getting through with his boyfriend. Finally mm. getting through. Finally. Kill. Yes. Anyhow, mm -hmm. the phone not working. I said, you'll just go back to sleep. This is Canada. By the time you wake up, it's done. It will be so. It'll fix. But here I am it's getting Canada. up. Nothing. Right? <laughs> I can't send no messages, can't make no calls, can't do nothing. No. I tried to connect to other people's free Wi-Fi. Can't do that either. I'm like, what is happening? What is happening? So I'm thinking maybe it's my router. So it's how I pull out my box to try and fix it. Eh? But it didn't work. The troubleshooting <laughs> didn't work. I'm still thinking, it's me. It's me. Mm -hmm. Finally, now I'm leaving. And I bounce up one of my neighbors. Not the ones who always like to make noise. Another one. And I was like, are you with Rogers? Hoping she's with Belle so I can make a call. Mm -hmm. right? And she's like, yes. I have my phone and my internet with Rogers. She's like, it's down in the whole region. Because she thought it was just the region. Mm -hmm. No, it's the whole Canada. Canada, why? Yeah. So when Alejandro I get downstairs, down too. when I get downstairs in the lobby, it's like a fucking doomsday movie. It's a bunch of people in their pajamas, like don't know what to do, don't know where what to go. <laughs> the girl who my neighbor, she was leaving in like short pants and a t-shirt because she was supposed to be working from home. So now she was going to go sit at Starbucks with a bunch of other people who she said were also at Starbucks just trying to to use their bell internet mm. and this bitch this shit was down how long was it it was like three or four o'clock in the morning it came back at nine o'clock it came back at like nine ten mm -hmm. right the um the entire day so right now i want to sue rogers for emotional damages because mm. it was really wild i luckily i got to work and they had bell internet by the time i got there though i already knew my mother and susanna were losing their shit no i you know <laughs> i i learned a few words in english and when I learn, I learn words that I try to keep them, mm -hmm. right? The unnecessary words, mm -hmm. like 
wellness check. Okay. <laughs> so I say I start rehearsing in my head. Hello, good sir. This is Susanna, <laughs> my friend what? Chanel. My friend Chanel needs you to go and check on her. I would. But I will bring them. I'm scared because in my fucking mind now that being a newbie to this crime, I'm, I'm gonna come and I'm dead, and I'm gonna I'm gonna identify the body. <laughs> so, so I was like, I don't want to identify nobody. How am I gonna talk to mommy? Yeah, that's my mother. <laughs> How am I gonna talk to mommy? I like no. I was working from home. So I'm like, I don't need to get up early. Not that I ever do, <laughs> yeah. but I don't need to get up early. Yeah. She texts me at 730. Yeah. But I am opening my eyes, taking the phone at 830. So I'm half asleep and I click. I click when I see your picture. You think it's me. And I'm like, okay, this bitch is dead. This bitch is there. It's just picking up. It's ringing. <laughs> like, have you talked to mommy? It's me. <laughs> I know. It's mommy. Oh, okay. <laughs> So this is what people like. I'm look. calling. I'm go- and I was so upset because I was calling the fucking building people. Yes, but they're on Rogers too. Exactly. But <laughs> I didn't know that, so I was like, "Oh wow, maybe everybody." In my head was everybody so distracted with the murder of Chanel. Oh wow! So everybody's so busy with yeah. the murder. <laughs> they couldn't pick up the- But in all seriousness, Rogers has such a monopoly on shit that nine one one and went and down. Yeah. Oh, uh, emergency <laughs> services were down. Mm-hmm. Interact. That's where we get our do money transfers or to, to use the debit card mm-hmm. or to like use the a- ATMs in some cases. Down. That was down. Mm-hmm. And so like if you didn't have a credit card, you were fucked for the day. You, you were know? fucked. Yeah. And if you didn't have oh, cash no. or credit card, uh-huh. you were fucked. You were fucked. And you can't get cash because guess what? The ATMs down somewhere. And yeah. the people at the mall were like yeah, they just gosh. don't know what to do. Yeah, ca- counting the cash. Yeah, it's like everybody forgot. Yeah, <laughs> nobody knows. Everybody just like keep it. Like it's almost like you have to pull out your ledger and check to see <laughs> carry the one, carry the two. <laughs> like it was a real fucking nightmare. And then, but the cutest thing was it had like a lot of companies in Canada who were letting people go with you know um, a promise that they would return and pay, and lots of people returned and paid because uh-huh. this is Canada. So. That was cute that these people didn't lose out on the opportunity to make biz like make money that mm-hmm. day because of Rogers and a good thing it's Canada because I feel like if it was anywhere else they should have just closed for the day because they not weren't gonna not only not make money they were gonna be robbed blind. Yeah. Oh, I saw a guy shoplift today. No. Yes. Did you say? Then I listen. What is my responsibility here? People can weigh in on the comments. This is it. I bought a Calypso juice from Shoppers, right? <laughs> I bought two Calypso juice from Shoppers because it was two for five dollars. I go come home, I drink one Calypso juice. I'm like, wow, this is tasty. But it's juice, it's not it's not like it's not life changing. It's sugar, it's sugar water with flavors, right? Mm-hmm. But it's a tasty one. And so I was looking forward to trying the other one. Then I realized it didn't have the plastic seal on it that it's supposed to have. And I guess when I picked it up, I did not notice that the seal was missing. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm not risking it to go back. You know, I'm going to take it back. Because Mm -hmm. what if I drink it and somebody opened it and spit it? Yeah. I'm like, okay, I take it back. Mm -hmm. I go to shoppers with my receipt. Prepare to fight with the lady in case she don't believe that yeah. I bought my calypso but juice. But what is it? Okay. Fine. Yeah, it's okay. It's yeah. okay. Sure. And I, I got my thing replaced. But uh-huh. while I'm going to get my calypso juice, I see a guy with a Red Bull can and he just slips it in his pocket. I look at him. Look, he knows I know. I know he, he know, know I know. Mm-hmm. You know. But then he starts walking down into the shop. So I'm thinking, Shana, don't make a scene, don't make a scene. Because this is Canada. And one of the wildest things I saw here is... People shop with their personal things and then go to the cashier and cash for it. Never pockets, I'll admit. There's never mm. pockets. But you could have like your own personal bag, put it in there and you're like, I go into the counter to pay for it. Doesn't mean that you're going to steal it. It is your personal bag. You're not using their basket. Yeah. That's something I've never seen anywhere else. But people totally do that. So I tell myself, Sean, no. You know, maybe he's going to pay for it. Because he gone down to shop. Mm. Next thing you know, I'm going to go pay for my Calypso juice. I look up. He's like this, looking, uh, trying to act nonchalant. Yeah. Walks right out the door. And I'm like, what do I do? Do I tell some people, hey, that man stole XYZ? Because he moved fast as soon as he left the door, mm-hmm. right? He disappeared in the sea of people. Here's my grouse with the whole thing. And I know everybody's going to be like, everything is about racism. This was a white guy. 
Nobody fucking saw him do this. Because the security is eagle-eyed on anybody with a pigment. Mm-hmm. Anybody mm-hmm. with a Meanwhile. little tinge. A little mm-hmm. tinge. Meanwhile, I am there honestly bringing back my juice with my receipt, whatever. But the eyes, they're on me and everybody else who have even a little... Uh, if you have a little dash of coffee in your milk, they're checking you. But he just came in, got his shit. And nobody was looking. Mm-hmm. No, nobody's looking at him because he, he was very average. And so if you happen to listen to this podcast, I know what you did. Anyhow, let's get into, let's get into our case. The one I have today I find is, is good. It's a little convoluted. I don't know what the word is. Store it. It means entangled. Lots of twists and turns. Drama. Okay. Convoluted. 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 Yes. <laughs> Convoluted. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Oh, here she comes. Here she comes. Watch out, boy. She'll chew you out. Oh, here she comes. She's a man eater. No. Did somebody got eaten? Nobody, nobody's been eaten in the story. It is a figurative manita, not literal. Rest. Did she have sex and then... No. Well, but listen to my story. So Are you ready? Yes. Okay. I'm so confused about the name. In retrospect, honestly, afterwards I was like, is this the right name for it? I was like, but I don't name it already. We're going to go with it. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. On March 21st, 1980, Howard Whitkin was likely going about his day getting ready to go to work or run errands. And he was likely on autopilot like anybody else as he made his way out his home and to his car. This would explain why he never saw the gunman waiting for him. The first shot hit Howard and instinctually he tried to flee into the safety of his home, but the door provided no barrier as the door was riddled with bullets, preventing his getaway to safety. So they spray down the door with bullets and all of them hit Howard. All told, Howard was shot at least nine times about the body and succumbed to his injuries. He was gone. He dead. Within two sentences, you yeah. killed a man. Yes, yes, son of a... I didn't actually kill him. Well, On the scene, uh-huh. neighbors were saying they saw a faded gold 1970s model car with out-of-state's plates circling the neighborhood prior to the murder. Like, not the same day, but like for a while, you know? But investigators followed that lead to a dead end when the vehicle was linked with a man named Dennis Lequia. Mm-hmm. Dennis had nothing he could share with the police. It was likely a case of wrong place, wrong time because he couldn't be linked to the crime itself or anything even related to Howard. He didn't know him. He didn't know nothing about the crime. Like, they had nothing to link him other than the fact that he randomly drove this car. The same car. Uh-huh. All they knew was that Howard was gunned down in a hail of 22 caliber bullets. That's the only information they have. They don't know why this is happening. They don't know how or who did it. Who would even want to kill Howard? He was from a very well-known family in Santa Clara, California, where he lived. I just want to interject to tell you that I did the unthinkable and I actually researched Santa Clara. I know. I don't want to give people expectations. This won't happen all the time. I was just intrigued because the pictures look nice. You already (laughs) know it's expensive because it's in California. Okay. But it's actually so expensive in Santa Clara. It's cost of living is 123% higher than the national average. 123%. So all of them rich? I imagine so. Pictures look nice. Okay. Huh? okay. And it, they did say Howard was from a, like a well-known family. Okay. And what I imagine that to be is like a well-off family, you know? Okay. Um, So Howard wasn't doing too bad for himself. Mm -hmm. He was a manager at a family-owned glass and mirror company and was a divorced father of three who lived, the children, the three children, lived with his ex in Michigan and by all accounts lived a peaceful existence. Naturally, the police started investigating whether or not Howard had any enemies and started to look at those closest to Howard. So they're like, okay, maybe the people who in his circle wanted him dead. You know, he had money. He from a family with money. Maybe the ex-wife hate him. Maybe the children. He like, what? Oh, who did? Let's see. They talked to family members and his ex, Judith, a.k.a. Judy. But mm-hmm. she was remarried and happily living in Michigan and was nowhere Far. near yeah. the crime scene at the time of the murder. Mm-hmm. In fact, 
Anyone with thoughts that Judy had anything to do with this just had to look at her travel plans. She and the husband, Robert, yes, she have a new husband. That's why she's, she goes by the name uh, Judy Singer because she's mm-hmm. married to a man named Robert Singer. She and that husband, Robert, had planned to go out to California to do a visit in late March. But as soon as they heard about what happened to Howard, they dropped everything. And, and everybody when, headed out right yeah. now because they want to know what's going on. Oh, my God, this happened, happened to Howard. Yeah. These are not the actions of people involved in a murder. Police began to wonder if Howard's murder would be counted amongst their other unsolved cases. Mm -hmm. Until they got a call from a man named Kevin McCarthy. McCarthy. Kevin was some kind of long-distance detective because he figured out exactly what happened on his own. (laughs) (laughs) Kevin was a man in charge at the Onion Crock Restaurant. I'm sure his duties were extensive, but he was mostly charged with the responsibility of hiring and firing people for the restaurant. Mm. So he's a manager. Additionally, Kevin was his boss's right-hand man. Expectedly, Kevin was also privy to information that Mm -hmm. others wouldn't have. Like the fact that his boss might have been in the market for an assassin. Mm. You see, Kevin's boss came to him asking if he knew of anyone who could do the sticky job of offing somebody else. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. Just like that. Yeah. Do you know a mechanic? Do you know a... Ki- uh, um, you know assassin. Yeah. You know, just so, like, over, maybe over coffee. Like, yeah, you know anybody who could, like, you know, you kill know, somebody? Like, you could just have a beef with this man. Kevin at first took it out as a joke and let it go as the ramblings of a man who was just frustrated. So much so that when his boss hired a guy named Gary Oliver, it struck him as odd. But he let it go. Because you remember, Kevin was the one in charge of hiring and firing. So it was strange that his boss was hired the one to hire. Gary. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the man was the owner of the place. So he could, have, he could do what he wanted. Mm-hmm. Including firing Gary without a cause. Mm-hmm. So picture it. Kevin is working there. His job is manager. His job is to hire and fire people. Mm-hmm. Boss went around him, hired this man named Gary. And then fire him. And then fire Gary. Don't know why. Kevin didn't know what happened between his boss and his co-worker. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't his business. Well, it wasn't his business until he bunks up Gary. When Kevin encountered Gary, mm-hmm. he was looking good. Tanned, happy with pep in his step and a little extra money to burn in his pocket. Mm. Gary also told Kevin that he was in California and he likely implied he was there on vacation. And whilst he was there, his car blew up. This is when everything started to make sense because Kevin had overheard his boss talking about a car or getting an affordable car and something blowing up. So Kevin's boss must have hired Gary to do the assassination that he asked him to do. Kevin's boss was none other than Mr. Robert Singer himself. No! I He owns the restaurant. Because I was like, I was like, but where where the fuck is Kevin? Because... (laughs) Kevin is in Michigan. Uh And Kevin solved this shit because Gary came back. And Gary was tanned and happy and he had money. Uh And then he was like, I was in California. And he, Kevin's like, wait, <laughs> no, wait. If you're looking for a why, word on the street was that Howard and Judy were stuck in a bitter custody battle over their children. Mm-hmm. And Kevin realized that Robert wasn't kidding when he asked him about having someone killed. Of course, Kevin, being the only stand-up man in this whole story, mm-hmm. <laughs> went to the police with his suspicions. And they, on the Michigan side, were able to connect it to the murder yeah. in California. Because he went to the police like, listen, here what? And my co-worker come back to unhappy with money. My boss had asked him to kill, had asked me to kill somebody. And I feel... I, no, 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 no. If he knew somebody. If he uh-huh. had to, if he knew somebody. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like this man suddenly in the money, mm-hmm. he do this, right? Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> Finally, with Kevin's part of the story, the police in California pieced together what happened. They were able to pull everything together. Mm -hmm. Robert Singer was arrested and taken to trial, as well as three co-conspirators, three, who were identified as Gary Oliver, the one he hired and he fired, Andrew Lee Granger, and Thomas McKillock. 
Masiolek. Okay. Masiolek. M A C I O L E K. I've never seen a name before. Makiolek. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Gary Oliver took a plea deal and he was singing like a fucking bird. <laughs> he told us, don't they all? Don't they? Uh. He told the officials that Robert offered him $10,000 to murder Howard in California uh-huh. and fired him. Here it is. To create distance between them if anyone started digging around in their business. Mm-hmm. This is dumb because Gary was already an employee of the <laughs> restaurant. Why did he have to hire him to fire him? Like, just, why couldn't he just <laughs> give it just one job to the man, not two, sucker? No, but like, he didn't have to hire him and fire exactly. him. Exactly. But what I'm imagining is he maybe Gary came around looking for a job. He's like, hey, I know you I want am- this job, but if you want to make $10,000, could you do this? And then he was like, okay, if you're going to do it, let me fire you quick so that you're not a part of the company. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't have any logic here. But anyway, Gary then told Andrew, uh-huh. that's the other co-conspirator, who was a 20-year-old potato chip delivery man, <laughs> that he was getting $5,000 for the hit and uh, offered to split the money with him. So Andrew only gets $2,500. <laughs> that's resell for you so Gary get offered 10 he tell Andrew he getting 5 he tell Andrew we go split so, <laughs> you have done this case nobody is <laughs> I thought about them immediately and they had like no money at the end anyhow he tell Andrew we go split the money if he help him out Andrew thought he was getting a sweet, sweet deal. Uh-huh. And he agreed. And both men spent $300 on a shotgun and another 450 on a car. A 70s gold Malibu, which means the neighbors weren't fucking crazy and that Dennis was just in the wrong place mm, at the wrong time. Dennis. So Dennis is just driving around in his gold With car. His 70 gold car. Yeah, minding his own business. Yeah. His car and the place probably get picked up on a camera. And then he gets investigated in a murder not realizing that these fools had their own gold car that they were traipsing around the neighborhood in. Andrew and Gary had a lot of misfortune on this trip. Most notably, the fact that after using the gold car to do surveillance on Howard House, the car broke down, which is why he was saying his car blew up. <laughs> so now they're stranded. <laughs> so when they're stranded, they meet Tom and his girlfriend, Heather. So Tom is the third one in the yes, story. And, right? and Heather. No, but Heather, I didn't hear nothing about Heather after oh, this, okay, but okay. they meet Tom and Heather. Okay, okay, okay. I don't know if Tom and Heather offered them a place to stay or what, but Andrew and Gary's mouth were running like water. And they told Tom and Heather what their plans <laughs> Let's were. Let's do this. And they also, also offered them a little something to help them out. <laughs> so not one to lose out on an opportunity to make a little money. Tom. Tom took their shotgun they purchased, not sure if this was part of the payment for mm. the participation, but they ended up using a 22 instead. Now, I can't tell you if Tom gave them the 22 or if they just gave Tom the shotgun as payment and then went and bought a 22, mm. but they didn't use the shotgun in the crime. Okay. So Tom bundled his murderers in the car <laughs> like children going to daycare yeah. and carried them to do the murder, yeah, so right? So he's now the driver the because the car shut down, right? <laughs> so Tom is now driving. Once at Howard's house, Andrew, the 20-year-old mm-hmm. potential man, jumped out and killed Howard in a hail of bullets and then got back in the car so they could get away. At this point, I felt like Dennis was real lucky that he didn't get charged for the murder because it was just sheer happenstance Mm -hmm. that he was in the area because the car that they even used to do the murder wasn't the gold car because the car had broken down. They used Tom's car to go do the murder. They got dropped off to do the murder and come back. Gary, for his plea deal, got six years. Andrew, the trigger man, got life. I don't know how much time Tom got because he was the driver. Mm-hmm. But Robert's initial trial ended in a mistrial. They couldn't decide. They couldn't decide because he didn't pull the trigger. It's all hearsay from the other people. But they could I depending upon the state, sometimes you have to have all people agree. Or yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm not kidding. He got away. I'm telling the story. Let me finish. I didn't say he got away. His first trial ended in a mistrial. Ay, Dios mío. In his second trial in 1981, Robert took the stand with a defense of denial. He didn't have anything to do with this. No. In Mm. fact, 
His defense lawyers theorized that Andrew the Triggerman was actually hired by Howard himself to kill Judy, but then turn around and kill Howard and set up Robert. Then to yeah, exactly. <laughs> So his whole defense was, I didn't do it. And the trigger man probably get confused, I guess, and turn around <laughs> and kill Howard and implicate me. I uh, am innocent. Poor me. Then to counter this, the prosecution said, Robert killed Howard so he and his wife could profit from Howard's death. Now, this seemed plausible, but Robert but is like, Judy wasn't involved in this at all. But, oh, no, 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 no. But there are... They're divorced. They're divorced, but, but if, after he's divorced, if he, if he dies and there is a settlement for the children, she has the children, and they're in a custody battle over the children of ages I don't know, right? Wow. So that's very that's very. Robert's like, no, Judy had nothing to do with this. I had nothing to do with this. They keep asking him like, what was Judy's uh -huh. involvement? What Judy? Judy who? You know, Judy I not don't in know. this. Oh yeah, yeah. But, you know, the, the, the jurors had a hard time believing either side of the story, which was their stupid defense, which was that Andrew I, killed I Howard. Nothing. No English. No, but Andrew killed Howard, even though Howard hired Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> that first defense and then the whole, are we going to collect money? It didn't sit either because they probably had the same question. You had like, hey, they fucking divorced. Like, what money she have to get? He yeah. probably leaving everything to his children. Mm -hmm. Either way, neither theory was wholly believable, but in the end, Robert was found guilty and sentenced to life without parole. Mm. Of course, Judy divorced him and took her children back to Michigan to live out her life. The end. What? The, the end. That's it. The end until 1986. Uh, I was going to say, what the When fuck? Robert demanded his conviction be overturned on the grounds that he was cuckolded by his lawyer cockholder i looked up the word and cock? i'm getting cockholded cock cockhold cockholded i'm getting to it i knew you wouldn't know I to make it clearer robert claimed his lawyer was sleeping with his wife judy <laughs> at the time he judy, judy drop the mic <laughs> jesus christ judy was fucking his lawyer okay <laughs> And apparently cuckold is a word that means the whole when you, no, when uh. you make a man inferior by sleeping with his wife <laughs> I, or, or his person. I don't know. I don't know. Either way, Robert had the torrid love letters between his wife and his lawyer to How did he it. get it? He was in prison. No, I do not know. Oh, and he requested his release based upon the theory that his attorney, William Melcher of Sherman Oaks, breached attorney-client confidentiality by having sexual relations with his wife. What does it have to be a breach of confidentiality? No, which anything, you broke the panties. No, which screwed his chance of getting a good defense. Picture it. If your lawyer trying to fuck your wife it's good for you to go to jail yeah that's, please tell me he didn't get out of that's uh, because because uh, of the cock cockholder. <laughs> the lawyer testified that he it looks like a holder of a cock the lawyer oh. testified that the law for fuck's sake the lawyer <laughs> testified that he had a vasectomy in 1978 and he was impotent <laughs> <laughs> so he never fucked judy this is what the lawyer said okay i'm just telling you, I'm just oh, telling you. <laughs> listen no that is not true for the the good men that go for vasectomy come on go get your vasectomy buy a grocery thing anyway <laughs> judy ever the victim cried on the place saying she got emotionally dependent on william william the lawyer mm. during the trial and in one letter to him she offered herself up in lieu of cash payment for his twenty five thousand dollar fee no, if it was a one-time transaction for $25,000, she had to have the best hoo-ha in the world. She have tricks. $25,000? For if he wants it. No, if it's a If he wants it, he'll pay for it. If $25,000. But if he wants it, if Judy knew that this guy was into it, and all he had to do 
is because remember 25,000 it's a market value like that's his <laughs> price right that's not his cost his cost is his brain his l low knowledge and all the printing that I have to yes. do right <laughs> <Not the printing>. <laughs> <laughs> right but if she knew he that wanted he the wanted yeah I guess so Yeah. Anyway, Judy also claimed William had no trouble getting it up, even though William <laughs> said Robert was just desperate to get out of jail. William, of course, was a married man, so you know it don't look good for him <laughs> because <laughs> William, <laughs> impotent William, you know, say how he was not involved in this. Anyway, an appeals court later reversed Robert's conviction, oh, saying shit. that the affair clouded judgment. And I put in brackets here that the lawyer likely lost his license because here he is fucking. Why? for fees yes that is unethical uh, but that's not illegal Plenty though yeah but ethics matters in terms of keeping your legal license because you might be pressuring clients to sleep with you in lieu of legal aid and uh, uh, what you what picture it you go let's say you go on to get a house no okay let's not use that <laughs> anything together <laughs> so let's not use that okay oh god <laughs> let's see you even the house in toronto's where a million let's say let's say you're suing like an employer or something it's possible mm. <laughs> <laughs> let's just mm. an employer or something mm -hmm. and you gonna you gone there just to get your legal you're prepared to pay and every time you go to talk to him about why you feel like you were wrong he's like You will feel nasty. Mm -hmm. You will feel like somebody assaulting you. You can't have this, let this person have a legal license. I hope they take it away. But it will be... Okay. Anyway, We don't know the details, but I like to think that <laughs> Judy wanted some peace and she got a peace. She, Judy she, said she was in a bad emotional place. Mm, and according to Judy, she, wanted a, she was just trying to... hold to, the cock. No, it's uh. cock holding is when a man... <laughs> Steal your girl. That is not. She, she didn't do it. Anyway, <laughs> Judy is claiming she is a victim here, and she's yeah. a saint. She's saying, "I offer myself up to pay my money." All fees. I know, Judy, that everybody that had sex with you end up being in jail, or losing the dead, or no license. This is why it's called manita. So you have a tainted. Oh, this is why it's called manita. Oh, I will put a tainted huta. Huha. I'm going on. Robert mm -hmm. didn't think this was enough, even though they get out. Eh? He out, or he was getting out mm -hmm. because he was so pissed off that his ex-wife fuck his lawyer. Mm. Ex-wife now, by the way, going by Judy Barnett. I think that was her maiden name. Right? Okay. He decided to tell the truth. And let everybody know that Judy was the mastermind of the murder, mm -hmm. of course. Mm -hmm. Behind the whole thing, she's the one who commissioned Howard's mm -hmm. death. He struck his own plea deal, he, Robert, and told everything on the stand. The prosecution didn't need to be told twice on this basis, as well as a few witnesses. Don't know where they were the whole time. Mm -hmm. Judy went to trial and was sentenced to life without parole. Now, in my opinion, I think it was one of those things where Robert was getting out and they needed somebody to pay for this crime. Yeah. That sentence was changed to 27 years to life when the then governor, Jerry Brown, commuted her sentence in November of 2018. Meanwhile, Robert was released since 2009 because, you know, he do a little bit of time. He do his plea deal. So he did get out because his lawyer was wrong for sleeping with his wife. But, But now he struck a plea deal. So he's not going to do life mm -hmm. because he tr turned over Judy to the people. Okay. In 2019, Judy was given parole. And she never admitted to playing a part in the murder, but described herself as acting like a psycho Barbie back in the 80s. Her words. She was a psycho back back then. <laughs> and as you pointed out, her ex-man dead, her other ex-man in jail, yeah. the man she was sleeping with loses legal man. license. If there's not a manita, I don't know what is. Yeah. <laughs> I put here a note saying that the two-member parole board for the hearings panel, the parole mm -hmm. hearing panel, panel deemed um, that Judy, who was now elderly and confined to a wheelchair mm -hmm. and disabled by back pain, hearing loss, and lupus, mm -hmm. was no danger to society. Despite having been convicted for the murder for hire of the ex-husband and um, 
using her then husband as well as sleeping with the husband lawyer and it still remains one of the most convoluted and scandalous crimes in local santa clara history his um the commissioner at the time said she has simply has no propensity for physical violence um in doing her release but in all fairness she did all of them without she didn't lift her hand anything up in the legs yeah she didn't do a thing she did not do a thing so now judy out judy out robert out how it is dead andrew still in jail 20 year old boy went to jail can you believe it because he was the trigger man he's the only one who stay in jail and i imagine gary gary do he six years and he out and tom probably whatever time he got he did it and he's gone i can't believe all this shit. i know i thought i thought it was a good story when i heard it that is a good story yeah <laughs> Poor Judy. I mean, Judy. Poor man. What's the name? Which man? The the one that was killed. How? And the kids. Yeah, yeah. The children for sure. They're probably like, what the fuck? I thought you would like this one because It's I felt good. like it had some good twists and turns there. Yeah. Um, I didn't expect Judy to sleep with the lawyer. I also didn't expect him to get out after <laughs> <laughs> saying, "Hey, she sleep with my lawyer." <laughs> But it makes sense, like, because if if you are having a relationship with your client's spouse then it's in your best interest for the client to go to jail which means you're not going to do as good of a job defending them because it's better for you if he goes to jail i wonder if his wife stay with him the lawyer william yeah according you to you fucked up a lot of people oh yeah for sure judy said that she never had anything to do with it and she also said that she didn't find out that robert killed howard until months later according to her You okay. think do you think Manito was the right name for yeah. this? <laughs> yeah. All right, Susanna, take This is how it's short it is. Uh, do you at least have names? Do you have dates? I have a name, couple of dates. Oh my. Okay. Uh-huh. This is the second Venezuelan case I do. The last one was the one where the guy saw up the girl mouth and like he cut her her mouth open he threw it on her face no yeah. the pretty girl who he like cut up her mouth and she was she wanted to be a lawyer he picked her up when she was on her way to go to school or to go to classes that wasn't Venezuela mm-hmm. you do so many spanish cases they all run together on me you sure beautiful gorgeous caracas I mean, yes you don't like caracas i love caracas No, you told me that you think all of them think that they're good, too good, and they're better than everybody else. I love Caracas. I don't love Caracanios. That's what you call them? Caracanios? Caracanios. What do you call people from Barquisimeto? Barquisimetanos. Oh! Barquisimetanos. <laughs> Caracanios. Oh, Guaros. No, no, no. Don't get confusing now. Let us go into the case. Caracanos. Caracanios. Caracanios. Like Tacanios. Aha! Uh-huh. 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 One thing you need to know with Zacaracas, the places I know which are very very little are the east side of the place, it's bougie. West side, it's I don't want to say the ghetto but not as rich as the east side. It's not it's not as rich, so it's a, it's You know a, what the real point is? The point is is that when you said bushy, you meant bougie. Just like when you said Arun and you meant Iran. Okay. I have learned all of these things. Today. You see, everybody learns. Mm-hmm. I learned cockholder today. <laughs> Did I learn the first word? No. What first word? The first word on your on combo combo convoluted, but you convo- remember cockholder. That okay. word it's already <laughs> on my long-term memory. <laughs> <laughs> all right. If I ever have a brain surgery, <clears throat> which word do you know? Cockholder. Cockholder. Tell me about the caracanios. Haha. So We established that east side, little bit of money. No, east side plenty money. M- money. Money. Whomever that's on that side happened to have a little bit of more opportunity. On the west side, lower income is. During the years of 2020 and 2021, different police departments in Caracas, Venezuela received complaints from women about being sexually attacked by a man. He was described as as a polite regular man not threatening at the beginning what he would do to his victims he will park his motorcycle 
don't get it confused. This is not like a Harley whatever shit or like a Ducati or whatever shit. This is a very regular. We still struggle with she, he here at the podcast and all that in. Uh. But you're telling me Ducati. Yeah. Anyway, continue, please. <laughs> so he will pretend that his motorcycle breaks down. Yeah. He will pretend that he needs help fixing it. The time of choosing will be around 2 to 4 o'clock. We all know that people are at work. People are busy doing their stuff, looking at their, uh, watching their telenovela. It's not a busy time at all. Mm-hmm. So, like, judging from his look, it's not dangerous he breaks his thing he's very polite oh hello good morning whatever shit and then oh can you my motorcycle just you know well Mm -hmm. spoken and then he has the victim for a tool to help with the motorcycle and a lot of people are gonna be like ah but why did you give him a knife also she's giving him the tool he used to attack her with no no but he established, like, you know, you you make small You're talk. You're safe here. Uh-huh. Like, right? Yeah. You make small talk. So you say, well, this is a man that's working for the man, mm-hmm. trying to make a living. Trying Let to me get help. To his so uh, some of the victim will give them a screwdriver. Some of the victim, I don't have a screwdriver. I don't even know what the fuck a screwdriver is. Let me give you a, a knife. A knife. Mm-hmm. So he will be working on the thing. Mm-hmm. But then when the victim was less aware... He will whip up a gun, get the victim into their house, and assault them. Some of the victims had kids in the house. Some of them comply faster because he will put he will put the gun on their on the kids' house in the kids' head. Yeah, he never physically touched. Like the kids. Okay. There's that at least. Yes. But one of the victim was raped with the kids in the room. Oh, God. So on March 15, 2021, a 18-year-old woman was caught at a bus stop around 5 o'clock. This bus stop. Okay. Imagine. Do um, you know when we go to the airport that there, there are... Um, the highway goes up and then another one it yeah. goes down. Mm-hmm. So there's something similar, not like mm-hmm. 7,000 floors, but there's mm-hmm. something similar back in Caracas. So mm-hmm. imagine the the bus stop is like in the middle. He picked her up at gunpoint, have her go into the motorcycle. And he's like, oh, I'm I'm trying to escape from the police. Um, I had a, I have this gun. I don't mind using it. He will drive close to the edge of the thing. So he's like, I, I can push you. You try something, you know. Um, I just want to cross. Like, let's just say that he wants to go underneath and cross the city limits. So he was using her to cross the city limits. But why? The police were really chasing him? No. So, That's what he did to Yeah, but this is this not kit. his ammo because he normally would pretend his bike is broken down. So how come he all of a sudden switched to just straight up kidnap it? Okay. So instead of going into the thing, he went to the lowest mm-hmm. level of that thing. Of the highway found, structure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Found the, like a tunnel-ish, mm-hmm. parked there and tried to assault her. Well, he did. Ass- he was touching her. I, I heard testimonies three times functional the first time i cried anyway so she saw the opportunity when his pants are all the way down she looked and she just took off she ran she ran she ran she ran she ran she ran and she gets into the highway she Uh started waving at people but people are going yeah 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 at some point she goes on her knees she said i'd rather be hit by a car than having this man catch up with me." me First thing that comes up out of the highway, police. Oh, good. Men, Lord, you're good. Policemen, they say, what the fuck? Yeah. They take her and they take her to the east side uh-huh. to take her report. Turns out that on the east side of Caracas, a couple of women were described the men as she described mm-hmm. as their attacker. And they're like, oh, fuck. What is happening? We have a serial Venezuela mm-hmm. has their own serial rapist. Mm-hmm. Police 
start hanging around because now the MO was to be around bus stop. So they start hanging around the bus stop mm -hmm. and they saw this motorcycle, this man with this description. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. So the police, they get connected with all the police's departments, SSSs. Mm -hmm. And they found at the west side, mm -hmm. one of the department, they had tons of complaints with the same description of this yes, man. But it was happening to women on the west side, so nobody gave a fuck. Especially the same police men. Mm -hmm. It's when they connect the police on the west side, they put together the thing. They say, okay, this is the man. We have seen him. Mm -hmm. What you should know about the west side police is when these women were doing the report, mm -hmm. they did take their claim, mm -hmm. but they didn't do anything about it. They just, they just make the report. But mm -hmm. these, all these women were not only just assaulted by these men, but when they went to the police to make this report the police were say stuff like how big was his penis <gasps> these pricks how fast did he come they claim that oh you're just making a story to get away with the affairs that you're having mm. because you just got caught mm. so you're just making this up a bunch of other stuff so out of all the claim again out of all the people that reported these men only 15 women show up they didn't disclose the total number mm -hmm. but this is very small compared to all the claims to identify this man all of the 15 women within minutes pointed at the same man. Mary Hernandez Tobar 33 years old you would think how would that the police in a city with two million people a million and something people We'll find this man. He was a policeman. Of course. An active policeman. He will drive his motorcycle with no drivers, no, no license plates. Mm -hmm. And when he got pulled over, when he would get pulled over, He's he like, would just I'm say, a I'm a policeman. Mm -hmm. I'm working. Undercover. Undercover. Mm -hmm. Or, oh, I just forgot made off from some fucking story. Not only he was an active police since 2011. But shortly after he became a like a f official policeman, he was arrested for sexually abusing a 16 years old hmm. girl. And they still let him serve. Yeah. So after these women said, okay, this is the man, this is the man, this is the man, he was arrested. But within the three months, he escaped. Escaped? Yeah. Probably with the help of one of his buddies. Of course! Of course, of course, he escaped. Now, there is this journalist. He's not a, I don't know if he's official journalist, influencer, whatever, but he interviews a lot of celebrities. He has shows like web shows and why not. But now he has chosen a new show, a new platform to help women that are not being hurt to help capture this man. So he did the whole documentary. He interviewed the women. He showed his pictures and why not post the thing everywhere and asked his friends, everybody to post a picture of this man. Mm -hmm. Within seven days, Chanel, this man is captured. Very good. This man was captured. But they said, is he's in danger in Caracas. He in danger. Okay, because a lot of people know about him. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. the poor life. We don't want anything to happen to him. We don't want to. So you will think they capture the man, everything goes nice and smooth. He gets trial, trial goes, whatever, and he serves his time. No! He said the man is in danger, and what they have to do, they move it to another province. Where is he going? The west side. Barquisimeto. Oh, they're going to put him on a jail in Barquisimeto to protect him from the people that already know what he did. And heavy, heavy, heavy security to transport him. And to keep him safe. To keep him I safe. think it might also be a factor of him being police. 
Chanel, what makes you no. think? What makes you think this motherfucker is not gonna do the same thing in Venice? I'm not saying no. I'm saying the security for him might also be be because he's police. In the states, for example, you can't put a policeman in general population. He dead. Yeah. Exactly. So maybe that's another reason why they're giving him all the security. Not be, not just because people in Caracas know what he did. It's because the people in Caracas know he's police. Mm. So maybe if they put him in Barquisimeto, they don't know he's police. And yeah, he might escape and he might do the same shit in mm-hmm. Barquisimeto. But I'm saying they probably put him in the jail there thinking they could protect his identity. <laughs> It is heartbreaking when you hear these girls, all of them, Shana, all of them, Oh, justifying. I wasn't at a bar. I wasn't drinking. I was just standing at a bus stop, going to school. Like, you know, like all these things. Yeah, like if, I, if you I were in a bar, had, like you were asking for it. Or if you were drinking. But, you were it, that's not, but you see, like that's a mentality, you mm-hmm. know, like I, I didn't expose myself. Now, all these women that identified him, um, they, they were attacked Ex- for the exception of those ones around mm-hmm. the bus stop, they were attacked at their own house. Mm-hmm. He knew the house. So you he know? could come back. He yeah. could come back. Mm-hmm. He knew them. He knew them. This was not like, oh, I just, I don't know. I feel like raping you. You're crossing the street. Let me do it. No, he planned this Where they shit. can go home and feel safe, but now they're not safe in their homes because that's they're not he attacked them. Get, because he, he already knows. Like, hmm. How about that? How about that? Well, Back-to-back serial rapist. Paul Bernardo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It took me a minute. I was like, Robin didn't rape nobody. <laughs> From my case. Yeah. Poly, poly, poly. What do you think? Um... I'm not surprised to hear he was a policeman because, you know, that's how these things go. And I'm also not surprised to hear that the people didn't stop on the highway. In Trinidad, there's this thing like, if it's after a certain hour, I mean, no. police come for me if you're listening to this, but if it's after a certain hour, when you reach a light, you don't stop. You no, know? you don't. Like, red light, doesn't matter. Okay. okay. If it have no cars coming, I go on. Go. Because it's just not worth it to park there. And now you've exposed yourself because mm-hmm. now somebody can come and rob you. Yeah, or hold you red light, you like let go of the gas. Yeah, don't push, you pause. Don't push. And then you the, go. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, because it's just not safe to, not, to uh-uh. stop at the lights. Mm-hmm. And the police can say whatever they want, but mm-hmm. there were way too many cases of people getting robbed or held up at the lights. So I'm not surprised to hear people not stopping. They're not stopping. I feel like it's like that, right? Like there are every every country or province or village mm-hmm. or whatever has an area where people kind of feel like if the, the people themselves are forfeit like the area is known for crime so that means everybody is involved in crime or or the people are poor and so for whatever they reason they have no value they, you know it's, it, it, no value and yes and obviously that is crazy and it mm-hmm. also makes like the people who are law enforcers feel like if they have a certain level of power over those people. You remember the rapist yeah. policeman who was going around and raping black uh-huh. women in, in the projects? Yeah. And he did it because he knew they either had they priors uh-huh. or they had family members who had mm-hmm. priors. Mm-hmm. And he held that over their head. Like, oh, you know, if you don't do this, I'm going to make sure that you go to jail. I'm mm-hmm. going to make sure that so-and-so goes to jail. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the wrong people are in power all over the place. No, but... <laughs> I mean, just think about it. Like, there are people who are in medicine for money. You don't ever want that person to be your doctor because they'll never advocate for you because the reason they're into medicine isn't because it was their calling. It's because their parents said, this is a career you'll make a lot of money or they decided this is a career I can make a lot of money. And people who are falling into that category probably should never practice medicine Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. they will excuse away people or over-medicate people. They don't care if they're getting addicted to the drugs or mm-hmm. not. That's not their concern. No. Or they don't care at all. And now you've got police. Police who are just in it for power. We've got the wrong fucking people doing the wrong fucking jobs. Mm. And they continuously hurt other people. Choose the right fucking job for you, nah. You like fried chicken? Go work at Jollibee. Open a store. <laughs> like, open a fried chicken shop. Mm-hmm. You know? If, yeah, your parents are going to like that you chose the fried chicken shop over, you know, being a doctor. But okay, it's what you love. Exactly. You know, you like to make cupcakes? 
Make them cupcakes. Remember, Jennifer Lopez's mom kicked her out of the house because she wanted to pursue her career. And look, look now. Does Jennifer look. Lopez talk to her mom? Yeah, they have a very good relationship. Are they made up? Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Oh, I mean, I have a cricket hand. Let me tell you about a story that Lisa put me on to. The girl do the story TikTok. on TikTok. Yes! <laughs> Lisa posted it. Lisa is my this cousin's is, wife. This is how the chain goes. <laughs> Lisa to the channel. Chanel tells me, and I'm like, Ryan, you it need to so know good. this. It was so good. <laughs> like, it was so good. <laughs> so, first of all, <laughs> you remember the fight with Tete, cousin? The guy who over here about Alana. Ah, Chico, da, da, da. yeah, Alana. The fight Alana, never Alana. happened. Apparently, nobody ever showed up. No, <laughs> they, got, they got scared when they no, saw but, Alana's Timberland. But, but listen to this. Listen to this story. This girl. This girl. <laughs> She, her boyfriend, no, I don't remember the whole story. I think he was like out of state playing basketball or something. He on a team, basketball mm-hmm. team. And she wanted to go surprise him. They were at an away game or at like some sort of some sort of mm-hmm. convention or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they have like a hotel room and whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. So he she messaged his friend who's also on the team to say, Hey, I wanna come and I want to surprise so and so, right? Um. So he's like, Yeah, mm-hmm. come. Let me give these people names. Her name, let me say her name is Candace. Uh-huh. Candace message her boyfriend. Let me say her name is Jabari. Mm-hmm. Friend, Leroy. Right? Mm-hmm. So she messaged Leroy and said, I want to come and surprise Jabari. Mm-hmm. Right? Candace. Yes. Jabari come. is like, come. Come, Gil. Come, Gil. No, no, sorry. Leroy. This. Leroy is like, come, Gil. Yeah, da, 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 da. So she was like, okay. So she goes to the hotel and she decorates the whole room. You know, like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like a little romantic decoration, mm-hmm. expecting him to come up, mm. right? Who now, shows up? She no. Wait, 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 wait. I hear me. She decides she's going to hide in the closet. <laughs> she's going to surprise him. Yeah. But wait, he was supposed to have practice or whatever. This Jabari, Jabari practice was supposed to finish at six, but now it's like midnight. Jabari never come, right? So she messaged Leroy. I was like, what time practice finish? He's like, six o'clock. Uh. And she's like, where is he? <gasps> now she finally hear the noise coming. She's like, okay, okay, okay. She hide in the closet. Mm-hmm. I'll be pissed. Wait. Uh. Hide in the closet thinking maybe he just went out for drinks or maybe yeah. some other team member. Da, 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 da. You know, she making up excuse. He walk into the room with a woman. Oh, of course he does. She hears the voice. She knows the, the woman. girl's voice. Right? She knows the girl's <sighs> voice. What the fuck is this bitch? So when they get Why in the room, have a- Jabari's like, who decorated the room? Right? And she's like, I know, I don't know. She messaged him and said, I'm here. And so he's like, oh, fuck. Candace is here. Right? She's like, I'm going to hide in the closet. But she in the fucking <laughs> closet. <laughs> so... <laughs> So now Candace freaking out like fuck fuck they're gonna come in here and she wanna see what really going on mm. right mm. so the girl hide underneath the bed so now she Candace message Leroy and say why is your girl we say her name is Monica why is Monica in the room with, with Jabari <gasps> poor Leroy Leroy said to her I knew he was cheating I never thought it was my girl that he was cheating with. I wanted you to come and catch him because I knew he was cheating. So this whole time, so Leroy is more of a friend to Candace than anybody. So in now the Leroy, story. Leroy come so in. Leroy is coming. Leroy yeah. is coming. Yeah, both. But Monica says to the Jabari, "What about the baby? <gasps> what <laughs> yes. baby? Is she pregnant? Is she pregnant? <laughs> she pregnant? Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> she pregnant." And so now this is when she busts out to the closet and Leroy reach, right? And it just a drama, 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 drama. He trying to work things out with she. Leroy done with this one, right? Yeah. He want to know who baby it is. This is where we are in the story. <laughs> oh, baby. It was real bacchanal. The bacchanal to end all bacchanal. <laughs> How does people post all this shit? Oh, it's in sections. Like she, she put like a part one, part two, part whatever, whatever. And she then she just, she not saying any word. I just the text coming up and she making faces. <laughs> people are so nasty. Yeah. People, people are, nasty. are so nasty. People are horrible. They're not nice. Like I have no idea why people live these existence. They're lying about who they really are. Yeah. They're lying to be with other people. Like, oh gosh, man, for fuck's sake, it's 2022. 
the whole cheating thing, I guess. I mean, people do it because they like the excitement. Do something else exciting. I don't know, skydive. My friend recently went skydiving. I never could. Take us away. We know nothing. So please go to the sources linked on our Instagram at Criminally Clueless <laughs> or on our website at criminallyclueless.com to get the re-opti. Follow us wherever you listen to podcasts and feel free to leave us a like or a review so we can dominate those ratings. Hey, we might be clueless. But that's not a crime. See you next week. We know. What? You know what? We know. Oh, the sign. Yes. You know what? In case the situation ship ever looks like this. I know you know that I know. <laughs> <laughs>